time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. So today we are looking at persistence and I think it's a really great topic at this time in the term for educators as we get to the middle of the term, the hump of the term as I get told by many teachers. So uh, what is persistence and what is and what do you feel persistence is for you? So Leanne, I know you always have a good way of explaining our topic. So what is persistence to you and how do you move through it so that you can not fall down and fall apart I suppose if we don't be persistent we can get quite <sighs> doom and gloom so tell us what your thoughts are on persistence okay so persistence is about that keeping on a course of action in spite of opposition or difficulty so let's look at the difficulty part of it so I found that most of the things that are difficult for me is not anything other than my mindset mostly when I've come to a task, I've already thought out all the logistics of it. So it's easy for the logistics, right? You know, I've got, well, it's not really easy, but I've got, I've got this set up. I've got the computer set up. I've got this. I've got this. All the things that you can touch and they're tangible. But what becomes difficult is my mindset, okay? And where does that opposition in my mindset come from that stops me from resistance? And mostly it's fear. Mostly it's get, being fearful of what I'm going to do or what, why am I doing this or maybe am I worthy? And I think that is the thing is that the most that persistence of any task is your own mindset. So how many of us have looked at an exercise program, right? Mm. And we've looked at it and we've started it and then it become we start to give it up. Why do we give it up? And that's usually well, something to do with our mindset, isn't it? So what about you? What's your thoughts on persistence? Uh, I think you're, that's exactly right. Persistence is when you, you start something off very enthusiastically, don't you? If you're going to do a, <laughs> it might be a health kick or it could be a 30-day a challenge that you've given yourself and then you get to about day 10 and it's like, oh, gosh, really? Am I going to have to keep going? And all that mind, all that thinking in our heads sort of stops us from either moving forward or we really have to give ourselves a kickstart to keep going. So this week it really is about our mindset and staying really focused on what we want to do. And, and I suppose that comes down to what we spoke about last week. I was re listening to something this morning and they said persistence links with empathy. And we spoke about empathy last week with compassion and looking outside to other people and how we treat them. So, you know, if we're looking back at ourselves with compassion in this situation, when you get to day 15 of the health challenge or, you know, the job that you have to get done that's not going to get done instantly, how do you be compassionate to yourself so that you can get into the right mindset to be able to be persistent to get to the end? Because we know at the end of everything or to a point or a milestone, we feel really good. We feel like we've accomplished something and, and all those wonderful um, hormones or whatever they still come, <laughs> come out and we feel like we've, we're really on track. So being compassionate, like we spoke about last week, is really important and making sure that we are speaking nicely to ourselves to make sure it can get done. And even to the point where we might even say, 
come on, let's just do this. Like Nike, just do it. Um, might be what we just need to to keep going without giving ourselves a conversation that we like to talk about. Oh, you poor thing, you're too tired, lay in bed, you look exhausted. Why would you want to do that for yourself? It's not doing anything for you. They're all the words that possibly could come up in your thinking when you're at day 30 or trying to pull through some sort of work that you need to do at, at, at your work place. Oh, or, you know, that child in your class that's it's not all the strategies are not working and you're like, oh, why do I bother? That child's not even listening. Um, you know, I've tried everything. I've done everything. It's not working. And then you're sort of putting yourself down the path of it not, not working. So how do you be compassionate to yourself so you can kickstart yourself again to keep going? What are your thoughts around that, um, Leanne, maybe talking about that in organisation? So... Yeah, well, I suppose, well, I suppose I'm going back to the um, mindset first because I think that as well as getting negative things, whatever, what sometimes what happens, I found with clients that I've been working with, so they get up to about week eight, nine, and they actually feel good about themselves, and it scares them. They start to see change, right? And that terrifies them. They don't know because they've had this dream of what they wanted to be but they've lived in this certain way. So when the change starts to happen, it scares them. And so then they don't keep persisting. They go, mm. they get frightened about that. So it's really interesting. I know like when we learn Tai Chi, we learn this move hands through clouds. So it's, it, it's not difficult, but it takes a lot of mind and focus to be able to do it because you're actually coordinating right from your feet all the way up your whole entire body. So you've got to put all this coordination together. So people go, well, I'm not coordinated. So they fight that. And you're just like, well, don't worry about it. Just do the steps and all. So anyway, it gets up to about um, week eight or nine. And hands through clouds, we get up to it and they just do it. And it is beautiful. And then halfway through it, they get all mixed up. Because they're so used to things being difficult that when it got easier, it made them frightened that they must be doing something wrong. And that happens so often when you start to do this change. You get to that part where it's been really difficult, right? And then, then the opposition comes from your mind going, I'm enjoying this. Oh, it's not supposed to be enjoyable. Like if you've got in your head that, exercise is supposed to be a drudge it's supposed to get make you get up and you're oh, i've got to go and do my exercise and then you get up to those weeks where you start to get up and it's 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 joyful and yes those endorphins are starting to run i call them the dolphins the dolphins start to go through your body and you're feeling this calmness and all that if you don't think you're worthy of that you often then don't persist because you're not worthy so it even doesn't even have to be going wrong for you to stop. People can be scared of having joy. So then that, move, that moves us on, on to organisation. And so how do you organise yourself? How do you be aware that these things are going to happen? And I think that you need to have a picture in your mind. Like when you said when we, we did that breakfast, and you said, get a picture that, and look at it and imagine it. 
that that's what you want to be. And I think that's really important is to go back to that original strategy. So make sure that you have in your organisation, you have that original why you're going to do this, what you want to be so that you don't get scared and you don't lose track. And that's often people do vision boards, don't they? And journaling and that. And it's to remind you, Post. I'm a post-it note girl, okay? I have post-it notes for every single thing. Like, once here, I'm just going to take it to my wall. Yep, 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 there it goes. There, see, post-it notes to remind me of all the things that I'm going to focus on. Did that just make everyone blurry Woo, before breakfast? Um, but, yeah, so it's like about being organised. Find your strength in that and don't get scared about what the joy that you're starting to get out of something that you originally thought of. So that's my organisation. Absolutely. And going back to your words about, you know, where it's feeling good or, you know, you get to that pivotal point where you're, you can see this change in yourself. There's actually chemicals that um, Dr. Joe Dispenza done a lot of research around the uh, whole way that we can change. And he talks about, having that vision of what you know pinpointing your brain to where you want to be want to go and being aware that there's chemicals that want to pull us we have chemicals that pull us back to our behaviors that we've done in the past because it's a known uh way of being so when we start to make changes to us to ourselves and to what we want to be there's actually some chemicals that impact on how we make that change which is quite interesting because you know you wonder why you can't make those changes so easily you know it looks easy there's a, there's an organized plan for you you know you go on all these diets and they've got it so well organized you couldn't really fail at all because everything's set out and you might even have the food coming to your door so i mean it, it cannot get much easier nowadays with diets and things but uh what we're used to and what our brains are used to and where we've been in the past is the part that needs to be changed and impacts us chemically in our bodies so uh that organization and focus is being clear about where you want to go in that vision and that idea of where you want to be after a period of time and putting a date to it is really good because it keeps you set to some point of what you want to be so if it's to lose weight or if it's to be you know this sort of teacher then you're working towards becoming that or working with students and making milestones with the students that you want to connect with and build relationships with giving yourself milestones to do that and then the steps of organization of how you can do it so that you don't lose uh that so you, you don't have so many uh, traps to stop you from making a change. The only thing you're going to work on is your, your mindset. So is when you start, we're always very enthusiastic, aren't we? When we think of this new thing, we're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. In these first few days, you're, you're pumped. And then after a while, that's when it starts to, thing, to get a bit frustrating and maybe the beginning is where you need to be the most organized okay how am I going to make this foolproof so all I have to work on is my head getting to that to do it so what can I do so I don't have any stumbling blocks along the way how am I going to help this child in my class so that I don't just go back to this nothing I can do this is completely a failure I've tried everything I'll just um he can ride the year out and then he can go to somebody else so what is it that you can do when you're enthusiastic about it that you can make it as easy as possible and, and have that goal or focus to get keep you on track so when you start to waver you know 
you've got all these steps of organisation, but you've got the clear focus of visualisation of how you want it to look so that your mind can be looking at that rather than all the things that you have to do to get there and the values that you might be having along the way that could change your mindset back to what you were. I hope that makes sense. So, yeah, so um, Leanne, do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, so I wanted to ask you, so when you came in, you are saying that educators can they kind of feel like instead of the hump week, the Wednesday being the hump day, that that on a term they have a hump week. So as yeah, well, ed- yeah, but it's the middle, isn't it? Like it's the yeah, middle of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. So is there a reason, like, do teachers actually start to plan that there's a possibility that they get into that? Like. If, that, if you as a teacher know that you get to a certain stage because you know you know your classroom and you know that it can be frustrating and the kids are getting uh, tired and maybe what's happening on the news is starting to impact them and they're getting irritable, is, is there a way as a teacher to actually get through that, to plan that in your planning, to know that that's a possibility rather than being like at the beginning of each term, planning and thinking, it's not going to happen this term. We're not all going to get this, right? Is it? A, do you think it's a negative thing, and I don't, is to plan for the fact that it's a reality, so that to plan it in that week, that this week might be that you do something that's a little bit outside the box. Is that where you would go with yeah, this, you know, when you're coaching teachers? Absolutely. Um, I think that having a plan for yourself, your well-being. I know I used to have a principal who used to say, have two day plans organised so that if you have to take a day off, it's organised. And I think in her thinking was, you know, sometimes we ha- are really quite tired and the best for us as a teacher is to take an extra day. So why don't you make it as easy as possible so it doesn't become, oh, no, I can't do that because it's too hard, that you have everything organised. So as a teacher, I'm not advocating for, you know, being sick and things, but having you're probably better to have the day off and refresh so you can be better in the classroom rather than pushing through. So that even that organisation at the beginning of the term of having two-day plans organised for yourself so that when you know that you know where your spots are, that you can feel tired or you can feel it, that you do look after yourself to be on track again. So as a teacher, that could be the play possibility. And as um, a teacher with students, then organising your plans so that, that, that there's opportunities for you to make it a little bit easier for yourself at those points. So like what can you do for your class so that you can lift that energy up again? What are some of those things you might have? Rather than planning for the end, why don't you plan the middle um, a milestone. So what can we do to pick that energy back up so that at the end then we can celebrate what we've done this term. So just to keep that consistency going and or persistency going to the end of the term. So absolutely it's that, you know, planning and being organised around it will mean that you won't be so tired and then trying to live on hoping that it's going to work out. Yeah, so I think that often, yes, when, with persistence, we keep on thinking that we need to keep at that same pace. Like we were talking about, you start some a new project, right? And we start, yeah, like that. And we keep going and then we lose that ability to keep that, that strength and that, that type of that rotation coming. So often when I'm working with clients with chronic pain, that's one of the things that keeps on being a barrier is they get into, they're enthusiastic because they want something to manage their chronic pain. So off they go, yeah, and it's not going to work. You're going to last 
a couple of days, if not two days at the most. So they talk about this idea of pacing yourself and that way you can be consistent, which then allows you to continue through when you get that resistance, that use that persistence within you and keep going. So each time you get the resistance, whether it's outside or inside influence, that pacing, that slow, considered move. Oh, I nearly went into Tai Chi talk again. <laughs> that, yeah, that considered moves, that being aware and mindful of where you are. So that moves us. So where did we go? We went, we're on to focus now? Absolutely. Oh, that's good. I really, I really get excited when I can focus on what our topics are. So focus. Yes, we're under focus now. So what are we going, we've, we've worked out that we need to organise ourselves in a way that sometimes we're going to dip down. So focusing on being, having persistence. How are we going to do that? How do we keep on trudging along sometimes and not skipping along? I think, again, going back to that vision of, you know, we spoke about having that even visualising what it's going to look like. I know those vision boards seem a bit crazy. You know, oh, yes, that's great, but I haven't got time to do that. But at the beginning, that helps. So you've got the organisation of what you're going to do and then the focus is your vision board of what you want it to achieve. So that would be something that you can keep, you know, you look at day three of your plan and you go, right, you know, whatever that would look like and you're taking it to pacing yourself and you've got milestones and things, but you've got to, you know, hopefully get past day three. That's probably when you're enthusiastic, you get to day 10 <laughs> and you're like, why am I doing this? You've got that vision board or that closing your eyes and imagining what it's going to look like when you achieve that. So you're staying strong to what you want to become. And I think that keeps us really focused on where we want to go. Yes. I think so, yeah. It's just reminding yourself that, yes, your focus will wander and wander and wander, and that's okay because it put organise yourself with tools that keeps you from wandering off and, and acknowledge to yourself that to, be, to, to continually step up, to continue, it can be tiring, so allow that in your plan. Pace yourself, okay, for the long-term gains that you're going to get rather than short-term gain. So you want this something to be a long-term gain. Well, it's very good to be all enthusiastic, but how, how long can you keep that up? So it's trying to use that energy that you have at the beginning and stretch it out. You know, so it's like having a bar of chocolate and only having a little tiny bit of it each night. That bar of chocolate can last you two weeks, right? And if you're only going to buy a bar of chocolate each two weeks, you can either eat it all in the first night and then have 13 days of wishing you had chocolate or you can have that tiny little bit each day. I've worked out how to do that. You buy dark chocolate. I love the taste of dark chocolate. Buy dark chocolate, have that little corner. But something like that, put it into that story for yourself because we always talk about stories as like the fundamental beautiful thing. So then maybe means, the bar of I was just going to say maybe that bar of chocolate could be one of your, um, unless you're trying, I mean, losing weight, you still have chocolate. But that, just that little, you know how they put them into blocks for today of managing to 
keep you on track with this. So it's like you have the bar of chocolate to remind you of the, you know, how they talk about yeah. everything. We like senses and all of, all the different senses can um, appreciate the effort that you're going to to get to where you want to go. So maybe a bar of chocolate might be one of your little little focuses that keeps you on track. Yeah, well, ideally. they yeah they talk about that like not restricting yourself, not removing yourself from everything so that your mind is overtaken with negative stuff and the wanting I want this I want this I want, you know I want I need the right I have the blah 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 all that talk so by having that bar of chocolate in the fridge and doing that little bit right if they have a day that you just go and eat it all well next day just go for an extra long walk it'll all work out uh, so that me that moves us where do, what do we have to do so we've got a yeah we've got our mindset We've thought about our mindset. We've got a little organisation strategy in it, in case. We've worked out a way to focus ourselves because we've got our mindset and organisation sorted. So now it's action, dun da 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 what are we going to do? Well, I think why don't we all look at something that we want to work on? And the one other thing that came to me was accountability. And, you know, it's always about, they have it with everything, don't they? You have an accountability partner and I think it always helps to have that person that's there for you when you're feeling that you need a little bit of a um, encouragement, a bit of empathy and, and compassion. So, you know, why don't we look at one of our things that we would like to make a change? It might be really small. It might not be you know, running a marathon, but it might be something that's in the house that you've been meaning to do you know, you want it to add to your day, but you just don't, you know, oh, I'll do it, but I'll do it next week or I'll do it at New Year or whenever it is. So why don't we have a look at something small and see if we can be um, focused and be persistent for, they always do 30-day challenges, but what are your thoughts on that, Leanne? Yeah, I agree. I think that it's really important to, to actually train to be persistent Mm. right so think of something really really small so it might be that you get yourself a plant and you remember to water it that's a good one all right or that might be go and buy like the some of the forests buy a little bunch of flowers for yourself and remember each day to smell it and take that moment to engage all those that that mindfulness because smell can make such pleasant and absolutely wonderful, you know, surprises. So it could be something like that. So pick something that's just a small little token that nurtures yourself. So, yes, we want to get fitter, we want to eat well, we want to do this, all these things we want to want to to do. But why don't we just pick one little tiny thing Mm. that, that gives us joy? So if you're sorry, I was going to say I love the idea of little because you know why don't if we're trying to do something substantial changes, we forget to train the little our brains to be able to do it, don't we? Like we expect this great change to happen, but if we try something little and get success on that, then we can jump to the next step, and that might be a little bit bigger. So I love the idea of watering a plant or getting some flowers. Uh, those are lovely little ideas that you could do in your home that for yourself that are will take a photo like Kim does every day to reset herself. So she's already in a pattern of doing that. So that might not be hers. So looking for something that you could do that 
um, just brings you a little bit of joy. I love it. Yeah, and like as a coach, so both Peter and I are coaches, and that's different from why why you would want a coach is because a coach helps you find your best. They don't give you the skill. They don't give you the information. They just help you find the information within yourself and how to use the information that's out there. So we're helping you train for stuff. So you can be your own internal coach with these small things. When you get to the bigger picture, you do want to draw on outside coaches to help you to keep you on track because, yes, it can be difficult. But rather than go, oh, I can't do anything today because I want you to think of something small. So that's the action. I agree. The action is that. And remember when we talk about the word hard and I say things are really, really hard and go, oh, let's not use that word, right? A boiled lolly is hard. And if you work on it enough, you get this sweetness and this, you know, this little bit of endorphins happening from the sweetness. So, yeah, so things can be hard, but it's worth working on it and start with something small. Yeah, so we just encourage you to message your little uh, persistent challenge for yourself. So pop it in the uh, message below. We'd love to to see it and hopefully we can share it next week. So um, I think that's about it, Leanne. I'm, I love this topic today. I think persistence is such a, it's so talked about and, you know, versus be persistent, but how do we train ourselves to be persistent? I think today we've given you a strategy of how you can train yourself to be more persistent with the things that you want to achieve. Any last words, Leanne, before we finish today? I love how you try to wrap it up before we get to talk about ourselves, Peter. (laughs) She's persistent in doing that, isn't she? So last last week, uh, um, (laughs) we'll talk about what we're going to do this week and what we're going to do that week. But we will say a little hello to Kim. Kim, thank you so much for listening in. And hello to Belinda. Belinda is listening in as well. And hello to Audrey. And Audrey says that she moisturizes her face. Isn't that a beautiful thing so that she's loving herself? So while I'm telling you what people are saying that are listening to us at the moment, Peter, what are you going to do for this week, lovely lady? Well, I have actually been doing a little challenge, uh, which is reading a book, and it's got every day. It's about gratitude, the magic. Um, I'm doing it with a group of people, and it's been awesome. Um, if anyone gets the chance to have a look at it, it's got lovely reflections on how to be grateful. So I've been doing that, and I'm on day 10, which is where you could fall off the wagon. <laughs> so I'm going to continue <laughs> to do that. And today I learned, just so you know I have done it, Today I learned about being grateful for all the little things, all the people around you. So it's a really nice uh, practice. So that's what I'm going to continue to do. What about yourself, Leanne? Well, I'm going to continue exploring my creative side. So over the last two weeks I have set my garden up and I actually deliberately didn't put automatic waterers in it. So I had to get up and remember to water. I know that can be a bit scary. And I also then on the weekend made a coffee table display cabinet with my daughter and spent some time with my daughter and I'm exploring my creative side outside technology. So getting my hands dirty. So that's what I am going to uh, keep on going, even though sometimes it'll be difficult because, yes, you get dirt under your fingernails, 
you know, and just kind of have to wash your hands a bit more, I guess, as far as getting the dirt off and all that, but that's going to do. So let's call ourselves to action for last week. So for me, I've got it written down here. I was going to have a pineapple moment every time I felt the need that I got anxiety and I needed some warm comfort food that wasn't happy. So I said pineapple instead. And I think I did real, I did really good. I was fairly consistent and um, had a couple of days where I might've ate more than that one square of chocolate. That could have been an orange and almond cake, but you know, that's, that's all right. Just go for an extra walk. Now you were going to work out your weekend and make yourself your weekend what you wanted it to be. So yeah, how did you go? Yeah, I think it was. It was a good weekend. I had a great weekend. I, um, Friday, I just actually Saturday might have been, I need to do a little bit, but I had a good attitude towards the weekend. I didn't feel any crankiness. So that was a really good thing. And yesterday was an awesome day. I did a lot of cooking. So um, I think I'm moving progressively better to making my weekends a lot more uh, kinder to my family and myself. So, yes, improvements okay. are being made. Well, that is absolutely wonderful. So we ask people to wake up well. Whatever, whatever time of the day. Oh, look at that little darling. She's so sweet and gorgeous. She's waking up well. Look at, can you see a little lips lift up? No, her little lips came over to a smile. So everyone, wake up well. Thank you for the time and we'll catch you next week when, when Beyond the Classroom Australia and Balanced Minder collaborate on asking everyone to wake up well. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well done. Well done. Hello, it's time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. <laughs>